0: Buying and selling real estate, it can be a tough business to navigate. Sounds like you need some friends in the know. For instance, 2 longtime long-time Twin Ports real estate professionals who know the ins and outs of the market. This is the Twin Ports Real Estate Show on 610 and FM 103.9 KDAM. <laughs>
1: Hey, good afternoon, and welcome to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Jim Ronning and Gary Callagher here every Saturday on 610 KDEL. Gary, good afternoon. How are you, sir?
2: Jim, we're doing real good up here in the Twin Ports, and uh, I I can't tell you just how good it feels to have really warm weather in the Twin Ports.
1: Right. Yeah, I heard the weather was really beautiful down um, at the State Fair.
2: Well, you know. I haven't been down to the state fair, but um, I know up here on the Twin Ports, man, it's really incredible this week. And uh, uh, I think by the t- time this show airs, it's uh, going to be a little cooler. But what a week it's been! What a couple of weeks it's been! It's been right. really nice. So it's good. Uh,
1: yeah, it's good yeah, to yeah. Have yeah. It. yeah, this is this is the best time of year. Yeah.
2: You know, one of the things I, you know, I'll say is when we have this type of weather. You know, you know the condos that were built on Water Street, yeah, uh, you know back in the housing recession, you have the ledges, the landings, I think they're called, and then they got the the uh, yep. uh, the resort that's down there, and they um they were gonna put that walking easement in front of those units uh, and then that has since gone by the wayside because of all the erosion that right. you yeah, they just can't keep years ago. But, um, I, you know, I look at those units now, and I, I go down there quite a bit, and I walk and I bike and everything. And I, uh, there's times where I'm like, boy, I, I'd really like to own one of those units, you know. I mean, those things are just spectacular. And you look at them, uh, and, you know, the, with the proximity to the lake. Right. Um, I think things like that are really fantastic. And when we have this type of weather up here in the Twin Ports Gym, uh, I think that those are things that, that I look at in terms of, like, uh, development that I I would like to see more of, uh, you know, quite frankly, up here in the Twin Ports, and I, obviously, you know, I don't know where you're going to put them. You could certainly do some development down on Park Point, um, you know, and as you go up the shore. But Duluth, you know, and and what it has in the summertime, uh, I think those units are are really nice, you know. And I I look at things like uh, that development on London Road now that's taking shape. And it's just simply exploding, I guess, is the word. And, and they've got uh, uh, two more of those new units completed now, and they've got four more. And, and when I say units, those are two single-family homes per, do- per dwelling. Right. So they've got two new ones completed, and they've got four more underway, which is going to be another eight units. So uh, you've got 12, 13, 14, you know, 15 or 16 units that are, are going to be completed there in the next year. And so uh, uh, those types of things. And they're selling. And these right. things are five and $600,000, Jim. They're selling. Yeah,
1: you And know, there's
2: people living in these things.
1: Have you been so, by the Namagi Golf Course in Superior?
2: No, no.
1: Um, so there's a kind of a rounded corner just before you turn in. And that was uh, that's always been a piece of vacant land, and um, they have three single-family, I I guess you'd call them patio homes, um, right there on a very small lot. And uh, um, you'd never would have thought, from looking at the lot, that that would fit. Um, But they're in now, and uh, you know, I mean, it's it fits, I think. And I think that those would be um, uh, pretty valuable as well. So, yeah, very interesting.
2: Yeah, well, I think housing on golf courses just historically is really popular. You know, I think, you know, that, you know, the Yoke at Ridgewood, they, they had some of those lots available. And although they weren't right on the golf course, uh, you know, I do believe golf course housing is is a widely um, saleable, you know, real estate property and i think that if, if they did more of that up here that they would be very successful as well so those types of things uh when people thinking outside of the box are um uh they they do seem to be successful unless we have right. some type of housing concern and downturn and everything jim uh, i i just I, I think those types of things are nice and and the point i guess on all this is with this weather I look at this type of housing and being on the water like that, and then you look at those those condos down on Park Point, right down there on Eighth and Ninth Street, and I'm like, you know, those things are selling for over a million bucks, and they put them on the market and they're selling. And so, you know, I think people really want to be on the water; they really enjoy it, and it'd be nice to see some more of those units. And actually, there are some more of those units that are going to be built Jim right off of Twenty First East and Water Street. There's that. Uh, uh, those units are already on the market. Yeah, those yeah, are, yeah, okay. are being marketed for like one point two to one point five million dollars each wow and and those and those are being developed, I believe, by Sandy Hoff of Salter, you know, and so uh, that that's gonna be a, a a nice welcome addition here. so um, this type of weather brings brings out that um, you know, I'm not going to say desire or necessity yeah. to want that type of maybe here, but it sure is nice. It would,
1: it's, it's the perfect time of year to look at it, you know, as yeah. opposed to, you know, in the middle of winter or something for sure. But, um, you know, and, and uh, the same thing down here, everybody wants to be pie by the water. Um, and, you know, actually we have a, a, a master plan in Punta Gorda, Florida. Um, yep. And it, it calls for no buildings to be higher than 50 feet. And um, right in the downtown district, because they're, they're trying to keep it, um, you know, lower and uh, keep it more of a, a, a historic little town than it is. So anyway, they they want to put a, a pretty dense development right in the middle of downtown, and they want to go to, I think it's 59 feet. And uh, it's the the big city council meeting is coming up here in a couple of weeks, and I'm planning on going. So it's going to be interesting what happens, because it's very controversial here, you know. There's a lot of people that are very loud about you know that that plan was in place for a reason, you know, and uh, so they don't want the anyway. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, um, and uh, but people want to be on the water like that, don't they?
2: Yeah, they sure do, and it, it makes a big difference, and especially in these warm climate communities, uh, they, the water properties are are always your best investments in terms of appreciation and single family homes and it's been that way for for many 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 years that uh you know you go t- to some of the inland lakes up here jim your island lake your fish lake rice lake even as far out as uh you know white face and then right. all, all the other smaller lakes that are around and those properties uh, are always do well and they always uh have stable prices appreciate uh well and so and yeah and i think it's because people people like that there's something about water that's somewhat therapeutic and and not only water gym but even a view you get right. take a, a right. spectacular view and maybe it's not a view overlooking the lake or something but you can have a view of the valley or something like that but those types of things are, are very uh, you know can be very therapeutic for people that to, to just sit there and and uh get lost in looking out the window of their home be it the water or the valley or the panoramic or whatever
1: you know plus if you're talking about um developments you know on the lakeshore there i mean you might be on the lake with a great view but you might not be able to get down to the lake at all um (laughs) you know nor would you want to try um but yeah well you know they built
2: they built those uh I think they're called Zvago Apartments over on, like, 39th and London Road. And you can't really see them. They did a great job of kind of, like, keeping that very low-key. But they're back there, and there's no way they can get down to the lake. That's all built on a cliff. And so, yeah, you have some of those situations to where you have it. You have the view, but there's no way to get to the lake. So uh, uh, you, you have that type of stuff. But, but Jim, um, one of the interesting things that we're going to talk about next segment is zoning. Right. And uh, there's, okay. there's a big... Uh, push for zoning in California, and there were some zoning issues that uh, happened down in Minneapolis that were on the national forefront of of a lot of things. And so talking about those types of things, that's coming up. uh, And I don't know how we're doing on time here, but... we got um, a
1: couple minutes yet, so...
2: One of the big things going on, Jim, and, and we continue to talk about this every single week now, are the mortgage interest rates and the volatility of of those are just, it's off the charts. And these 10-year treasury bonds, the yields on those things are all over the place right right now. There's simply no stability to them. The um, uh, conventional 30-year term is sitting at uh, 5.5%. The FHA 30-year term is at 5.75, and the 30-year VA uh, loans are at 5.625. And you know the the other thing I was checking on too is we talked a little bit about maybe the adjustable rate mortgages will come back into play, but you know those are at four and a half percent. Yeah, and so that's not you know it's, it's not a not better deal, deal, but um, they've well, gone up as well. So
1: yeah, and you know there's a it, Moody's is saying that because of the rates and the and the way things are going that there's going to be a housing correction. But there's no mortgage defaults that are there, – there's no horizon of, of mortgage defaults that they're seeing. So, I mean, this is not going to be – if we have a correction, it's going to be a minor one according to what their, their criteria says. Um, and most of it is because of the interest rates, of course. So, Hey, Gary, before we, yeah. uh, before we check out and hit our break, why don't you give out your phone number?
2: Folks, you can reach me up here at the Twin Ports. I'm licensed in both Minnesota and Wisconsin. I'm at 218
1: All All right, and down here in Punta Gorda, Florida, if you want to talk real estate down here, give me a call 218 348 7653. And uh, hang in there, Gary and I will be right back for the next segment. Hey, welcome back to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Jim Ronnie Gary Callagher here from REMAX, just at kind of opposite uh, sides of the country as far as Road and South goes um here we are mr keller we just talked about the interest rates um how about we go into the 20 biggest residential real estate transactions of
2: 2022 yeah very interesting stuff jim when you look at the dollars it's uh um a lot of money being spent out there uh certainly not up here in the twin ports but uh right across the country it certainly is and uh do you want to start from the last one and go up, or do you want to start from the top and go down?
1: Well, I don't see the entire article, so you're going to have to say them all, and then I'll just kind of um, comment on it.
2: Well, the 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 uh, last of the most expensive ones is sold for uh, that's so far this year in 2022 sold for 51 million, and that's out in Aspen, Colorado, and they actually give the addresses here. Really, and uh, oh Sun. Colorado State Highway 82, wow. sold for $51 million. Uh, and this was sold by a Texas Oil Air. And uh, she's uh, got $51 million, more money in her pocket now. This is a 15,000 square foot home, uh, old Hollywood style movie theaters, glass elevators.
1: <laughs> wow.
2: and, a, and a system that pumps oxygen into the primary bedroom to combat the effects of the high altitude.
1: Oh, wow. That's interesting. That's interesting. Wow. You can sleep probably a lot better. I'm sure that this is, is this like on a mountainside?
2: Uh, Yeah, it's right at the base of a mountain, actually, it looks like. Jim, the next one is 1700 San Remo Drive in Pacific Palisades, California, also sold for $51 million. And, um, about a month after purchasing their new home, um, these, this couple sold their Los Angeles mansion in Pacific Palisades for $51 million. The sales price brought that couple a $19 million profit.
1: Very good. Did they do a lot and of
2: improvements? Per- well, I don't know, but they purchased that home from, for $31.95 million from Ben Affleck, and Jennifer Garner in 2018. Oh. So there's the name recognition. It's
1: probably when the breakup occurred. <laughs> Who knows? Uh,
2: another one in, I think it's pronounced Montecito, California, for $52 million. This was uh, Maroon Five, lead vocalist Adam Levine and oh. his wife purchased a $52 million mansion in the celebrity hotspot of. Montecito and a uh, 10,000 square foot mansion is a um, was built in 2005 and so um, there you go
1: Do you think you got a 30 year mortgage on it Gary?
2: <laughs> I think they paid cash probably <laughs> the Maroon 5 I think he's got the money I
1: think he does yeah pretty dang good
2: 609 East 93rd Street sold for 52, 5 million that's in New York New York The Vanderbilt family mansion in Manhattan went under contract for $52.5 million in an off-market deal. 23,000-square-foot limestone townhouse was built in 1930 for Virginia Grand Fair Vanderbilt. Really? Wife of William Kissam Vanderbilt II. Well, there you go, Jim.
1: <laughs> Little bit of history in New York. You know, and I was thinking about you know all these places. Even if the the address is given, I'm sure they have gated and security everywhere. So that kind of money, I think you would.
2: Here's another one: Seven Thirty Fifth Avenue in New York, New York, sold for fifty five million. This is an apartment style house covering the entire twenty second floor of go. the Almond, New York. Crown Building, wow. sold for fifty-five million dollars at the end of May. A sixty-three hundred square foot condo with four bedrooms and views overlooking Central Park. They listed the original price for sixty-two point five million. Oof-da. One in Beverly Hills, California, fifty-eight million. The, the uh, one of the, another celebrity, Adele, the singer Adele.
1: I don't know who um, that is.
2: Well, she's she's a fairly popular female singer. Maybe that's how you say this, Adele. Adele. I'm sorry. Yes, yes. I've
1: heard of her. What?
2: Yeah, Adele. Uh, she bought the uh, actor Sylvester Stallone's custom built Beverly Holmes estate for 58 million.
1: <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, so, I'm sure that he's not getting as much for his movies these days as he used to.
2: Another one in Aspen, Colorado, sold for $60 million. They've got a, a panoramic picture here. It looks beautiful. You can see the mountains in the background. And another another oil exec, J. Cleo Thompson, just sold this for $60 million this year. Um, Jim, in your area.
1: All right. Where is it at?
2: Well, it's at twenty five sixteenth Avenue. And sold for sixty-two million dollars.
1: Really? We you you broke up on the city. What city is it in? Naples. Oh, Naples. Okay, right.
2: Yeah, yeah, Naples. Um, the buyer was the industrialist Rando Bellestri-, Bellestri, I don't know how you say that last name, but um, and he was sentenced to one year in prison in twenty fourteen for filing a false tax return.
1: <laughs>
2: there well, you go. He came through it. Now, um, $70 million down in Beverly Hills, California, Jim. And then I'll just keep going through these. And this one caught my attention. This is at 432 Park Avenue in New York, New York. Okay. And this is for, sold for $70 million. And if you're familiar with this structure, this is a, one of the newer buildings in New York. And this is a very slender, skinny tower looking thing that kind of like just juts up into the skyline. Right. And every time I've seen this building, I'm like, there's no way I would live in this building. That building's going to like fall over one of these years. And, um, lo and behold, this is a, this is a building that has had problems. Oh, really? And somebody paid $70 million for, for one of these units in there. And, and they're, they're saying that they've had, uh, there's been a series of complaints from residents uh, who have coughed up some serious money to live in this, uh, this apartment, this uh, condo building. And, uh, that the astronomical height of the tower has contributed to intense swaying that has left the, the elevators inoperable. There's been uh, broken oh. water pipes and loud creaking noises.
1: Oh yeah. I'm and not living in that building. There's actually an
2: outstanding lawsuit against the developer that built this, but, uh, Somebody wow. popped on seventy millions million for that uh, uh, that place. Uh, so there's another one: uh, the rapper Drake. If you're familiar with him, no, he I have mean, heard the name, sem- but
1: no, not my not my gig.
2: He spent seventy five million dollars on a property in uh, Beverly Hills, California. Uh, Eighty four million: the Lily Pond Oceanfront in East Hampton, New York, right on the Atlantic Ocean, and then. Uh, Palm Beach, Florida Jim, on the ocean, yep. sold for 86 million. And then uh, I, 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 there's one in here, uh, the address is 944 Arrowway, way. And this is in Los Angeles, California Jim. This will sold for 126 million. And you and I have talked about this house. This okay. is the house that was called the one. And this is the house that was built but never completed.
1: Right, right, and right, was, right, right.
2: Yep, it was sold at an auction for 126 million. There's still 10 to 20 million dollars worth of work to be done on this place, and uh, and they've got that listed as one of the most expensive uh, um, properties sold this year. Number one, Jim, is 220 Central Park South in New York, New York. This is another tower building sold for 190 million dollars. Billionaire investor Daniel Oach made a hefty profit when he sold his penthouse at this place at the end of December 2021 for $190 million, about twice the amount he paid for the property in 2019. Wow. It didn't identify the buyer. It was an off-market sale, but uh, uh, this was uh, the most expensive residential real estate transaction in uh, the U.S. so far this year.
1: That's Those are some crazy numbers.
2: It's just wild.
1: It's just crazy. I mean, I can't even imagine it.
2: So, um, I know we wanted to talk a little bit about getting into some of the zoning issues, and there's a big uh, uh, bill going on and being voted in California to eliminate and remove uh, single-family zoning right. in Los Angeles. And this is a, a hotly debated issue. There's been a couple of municipalities across the country that have done this in recent years with minneapolis i believe being the first one
1: right exactly and
2: kind of being the tone setter for other communities to want to do this and, and if i'm not mistaken reason,
1: i think minneapolis you can turn your single family into a duplex but you can also build an additional like housing unit i thought isn't that do you, do you remember that being well the case?
2: they yes this and duluth actually has this we have what's called the accessory dwelling unit
1: Right. Uh, That you can,
2: you can, or uh, they call it ADU, and you can, you can have up to, uh, and I, I, I don't recall the actual square footage number, but might be 800 square feet unit within your house that you can rent out, um, and and it's legal, but in some of these communities, Jim, across the country, they're now exploring removing the single family zoning that uh kind of protects or has protected neighborhoods over the years and limit them to just building one single family home and what they're saying here in california you gotta remember this is in los angeles and this is very a very dense area uh, in terms of housing and people. yes yes it is and you know you you talk about as we've talked about over the years, the cost, how do people afford these houses? Yeah, it, it blows the mind. You it look, blows the mind. Yeah, yeah I mean. Um, and, Who and teaches so, and buying a
1: $700,000 house? I just, I don't understand. You know, it just yeah, doesn't but, seem And then like you've it.
2: got these communities yeah. that have these associations that govern these, all these subdivisions. And there's been some very extreme... Uh, instances that we've heard about over the years is you can't leave your car parked in the driveway. You can't have a green sign on the lawn. You can't, you can't just do these really crazy things that are in violation of all the association bylaws. And so by removing some of these restrictions, and I'm not saying housing association restrictions, but by removing zoning restrictions, Right. Basically, what they're saying is if we take away a single-family zoning, they are basically going to allow people to build duplexes on their within their house. They can put, put another unit that people can buy a, a single-family home. They can tear it down, and they can build two units.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, so
2: and it, it's mostly they,
1: dependent upon how large of a piece of land they have.
2: They are not saying that they're on not? this particular build. And I, because I think you have, well, I mean, I know you could, uh, I know
1: you could expand you could split your house, but the additional build in, in the, in the, in, you know, on the property, you know, wouldn't that be related to the size of the lot?
2: Well, what they're saying is that they're going to be building smaller units. That's, that's, you know, what, what this article said, because I specifically looked for that uh you know, lot size, because we have lot size issues up here as well. And, and so, but they're, they're not talking about any of that. And, and so, and, and the pushback on this from the residents are like, there, there's no way you're not, you're going to destroy our neighborhoods. The density is already bad. If you're saying that people are going to be able to buy these houses, convert them to duplexes, tear them down, build duplexes, or what have you, you're going to increase the density of people to the point, whereas, when you have high density of anything, and especially when it comes to people, you begin, it begins to create other unintended consequences or other issues. Your crime may go up, your, who knows what could happen, but um, what happens when you start to dictate on zoning, uh, where local municipalities start to dictate this stuff, and it starts to affect somebody's quality of life? Well,
1: and I think that, you know, bring in gentrification, right, where they they take down old sections of housing to put in, you know, high-end housing, Um, you know, this is kind of the, I mean, as I understood it in Minneapolis, you know, this is kind of the answer to that, um, to create more housing because it is so needed, you know, Um, and it's true, you know, and the the affordability has changed everywhere, you know, in the last couple of years, for sure, and, uh, you know, it's just... We're kind of in uncharted territory, so I think that's why they're making these changes and making these proposals. But, yes, it's going to be hotly contested, I'm sure.
2: Well, I don't know what's going to happen with this one, but they've already passed it in Minneapolis. I think they passed it 2018, 2019, you know. And I I know that there's been – I've seen some specific instances down there where they've taken – in, in one particular place that I'm familiar with, they took a single-family home that was on three acres, a developer bought it, and they were able to build five additional homes on on this, the way that this parcel was laid out. Right, okay, right. And I'll just never forget going down there, because we used to drive by there, and this is a beautiful area, and we're down there one time, I'm like, oh my God, what have they done? And, and so I look at things like that, and I, and I say, wow, I, I don't agree with this, but... But they're allowing it. These cities are allowing it, and if whether this is good or bad, I, I think it remains to be seen. But they're certainly allowing it, and I think you're going to see more of this removal of single-family zoning um, to accommodate some of the the uh, house the demand for housing uh, and and where people want to choose to live.
1: Exactly. Yep. It's going to be, you know, and it's already happening, and I think it's going to continue, and um, I'd be surprised if that didn't pass out there. So, hey, Gary, we're coming up on a break here, but before we do, why don't you give us your phone number? at 218-390-0615. And down here in Florida, you can reach me at 218-348-7653. Hang in there. We'll be back for our next segment. Hey, welcome back to the last segment of the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Gary, why don't you shout out your phone number?
2: I'm at
1: 218-390-0615. And down here in Florida, I'm 218-348-7653. All right, to finish up on this, 94% of sellers didn't disclose all of their property defects when they sold.
2: Well, I think it's, it's, it's just part of what we're going to be dealing with, I think, for the next year or two years we're going to see. Some of this stuff, and whether or not we have litigation or anything like that, I who knows? But I think that this is something that you know, with the unprecedented market that we've been in, uh, and continue to be in, with no housing inspection, um, yeah. it's just something that people buyers have to be aware of. Yep,
1: there you go. All right, so how's your market and, been? It's well, been? It's been
2: good, Jim. I, I made an offer on the house. We were in multiple offers, six offers on the house. My buyers got the house. Nice. Congrats. Another situation to where the house wasn't completed. You know, it was, it was, and these were cash offers only. Uh, There was no financing just simply because the house has so much work to be done to it. And, um, you know, it's a well and septic, and this was a a septic system, and it had, it was a holding tank. And the seller that had this place was going to put a mound system in, but decided just to put a holding tank in. Uh, not a big house, but completely unfinished, and um, and so my buyer got it. He's just so happy. Younger younger guy, and he's he's getting married next year, and so he's just happy as can be. He's got the ability to do the work himself, and uh, nice. um, on five acres of land, and uh, just uh, do you remember interesting how fun the- that was
1: when you were young, Gary? <laughs> Rehabbing a house.
2: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Yeah. I used to love it a lot. Now I wouldn't dream of it, but yes.
2: And chewing me both. Yeah,
1: right. Yep. <laughs> yep. Jeez. All right. We got about another hey, minute wait. here.
2: Another minute. Uh, quickly, Jim, we have some uh, real estate stats here. I'll give you the city of Duluth. Uh, city of Duluth currently has uh, 74 active listings. That's down a little bit from uh, the 84 that we had last week. So far in Duluth, we have uh, uh, sold uh, 750 homes this year uh, with an average sale price of $304,000, Jim. Uh, you look at uh, uh, Cloquet, they've sold 137 houses this year, an average sale price of 260. dollars uh, Up in um, in Carlton, they've sold 15 houses with an average sale price of $302,000. Hermantown has sold 61 houses this year. Average sale price in Hermantown is four hundred and thirty six thousand dollars yep. just staggering yep. and then finally two of nice, harbors so of sold nice 68 land. houses in average sale price of three hundred fifty thousand dollars
1: all right gary one more time for your phone number. whether we got to check out
2: 218-390-0615 have a happy and safe labor day weekend everyone
1: yes and you can reach me down here in florida 218-348-7653 and gary you know what we got to do next week we got to make our score prediction on the Viking Packer game.
0: Oh, uh, we can do
2: that.
1: We can do that. All right, folks, thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week.
0: Get your yard in neighbor envy shape with help from the mowing experts at Duluth Lawn and Sport on Grand Avenue in West Duluth. They have a great selection of John Deere and Toro mowers and tractors for any size property if you're looking for a self-propelled mower a compact utility tractor zero turn mower or heavy duty tractor whatever it is Duluth Lawn and Sport can help you find the right fit for your property if you already have a mower just bring it on by the full service repair team at Duluth Lawn and Sport will clean it Tune it and they will make sure you're all set to go. You can find one and Sport at 4715 Grand Avenue in West Deluf. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday 9 to 5:30. Thursdays 9 to 7. Saturday from 9 till 3. Look them up online, sport.com You can check out one and Sport as well on Facebook. Take advantage of the weekly in-store specials. one and Sport is the region's largest power sports dealer. Upper Lakes Foods is hiring driver and warehouse positions for their cloquet facility. Family owned and operated since 1967, Upper Lakes Foods is looking for delivery and OTR CDL Class A license drivers, driver helpers, and efficient warehouse pickers to build and load pallets for distribution. Hired drivers are eligible for a $5,000 sign-on bonus, and warehouse pickers are eligible for a $1,000 bonus. To learn more, visit UpperLakesFoods.com slash careers. Upper Lakes Foods is an equal opportunity employer that encourages you to join their team today.
2: North Star, North Star, North Star Heating and Cooling. Call 218-628-WARM. Honest prices, there's no fooling.
0: It's that time of year again. Is it going to be warm or cold? Doesn't matter. North Star Heating and Cooling has the solution to keep your home nice and cozy in any weather. Call 628-9276 for a free estimate. North
2: Star, North Star, North Star Heating and Cooling. North Star.
1: Welcome back to the last segment of the Twin Forks Real Estate Show. Gary, why don't you shout out your phone number?
2: I'm at 218-390-0615.
1: And down here in Florida, I'm 218-348-7653. All right, to finish up on this, 94% of sellers didn't disclose all of their property defects when they sold.
2: Well, I think it's, it's, it's just part of what we're going to be dealing with, I think, for the next year or two years we're going to see some of this stuff and whether or not we have litigation or anything like that. I, who knows? But I think that this is something that, you know, with the unprecedented market that we've been in uh, and continue to be in with no housing inspection. Um, yeah. it's just something that people buyers have to be aware of.
1: Yep. There you go. All right. So how's your market and, been? It's well, been? It's been
2: good, Jim. I, I made an offer on a house We you in multiple offers, six offers on the house. My buyers got the house.
1: Nice. Congrats.
2: Another situation to where the house wasn't completed. You know, it was, it was, and these were cash offers only. Uh, There was no financing just simply because the house has so much work to be done to it. And, um, you know, it's a well and septic, and this was a a septic system, and it had, it was a holding tank. And the seller that had this place was going to put a mound system in, but decided just to put a holding tank in. Uh, not a big house, but completely unfinished, and um, and so my buyer got it. He's just so happy. Younger younger guy, and he's he's getting married next year, and so he's just happy as can be. He's got the ability to do the work himself, and uh, nice. um, on five acres of land, and uh, just uh, do you remember interesting how fun the- that
1: was when you were young, Gary? Yeah. <laughs> Rehabbing a house.
2: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Yeah. I used to love it a lot. Now I wouldn't dream of it, but yes.
2: And <laughs> I'm, I'm chewing me balls. Right? Yeah,
1: right. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Jeez. All right. We got about another hey, minute wait. here.
2: Another minute. Uh, quickly, Jim, we have some uh, real estate stats here. I'll give you the city of Duluth. Uh, city of Duluth currently has uh, 74 active listings. That's down a little bit from uh, the 84 that we had last week. So far in Duluth, we have uh, uh, sold uh, 750 homes this year, uh, with an average sale price of 304 thousand dollars. Jim, uh, you look at uh, uh, Cloquet, they've sold 137 houses this year, an average sale price of 260. Uh, up in um, in Carleton, they've sold 15 houses with an average sale price of 302 thousand dollars. Hermantown has sold 61 houses this year. Average sale price in Hermantown is four hundred and thirty six thousand dollars yep. just staggering yep. and then finally of two nice, harbors lot so lot of sold nice houses in average sale price of three hundred fifty thousand dollars
1: all right gary one more time for your phone number. that we got to check out
2: 218-390-0615 have a happy and safe labor day weekend everyone
1: yes and you can reach me down here in florida 218-348-7653 and gary you know we got to do next week we got to make our score prediction on the Viking Packer game.
2: Oh, we can do that. We can do that. All right, folks, thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week.